Today's show is recorded by Derek Charbrough. His guest is Ryan Kristoff. They're recorded by ha- while having dinner last in Texas. They had barbecue and ate too much. It's Derek's first recording, so bear with us. It's not very good, but we'll let him on anyway. Emma. Four. Yes. 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 Well, Emma bit her tongue, and so <laughs> so Emma's not going to be on the show anymore. Uh, yeah, today's show is recorded by Derek Yarbrough, one of our new contributor buddies. He's a good life instructor. He was on the show a few weeks ago with me. And uh, it was recorded with Ryan Kristoff while Ryan was in Austin, Texas for the 24-hour, I believe it's a WEC race uh, at Coda. So they got some barbecue, they got some food truck barbecue, and some brewery beers or something. And then a bunch of uh, silliness ensued, and they talked about all kinds of things. They attempted to make fun of uh, Josh uh, Maudlin and uh they failed they're not good at it they don't know how to make fun of ek civics uh you'll you'll see that part and then you'll cringe and you'll have to fast forward about 45 seconds if i remember correctly but yeah it's a pretty good show they do a pretty good job and uh hope you enjoy it hey derek yarbrough here um working on being the slip angle texas correspondent and i'm sitting here with Ryan Kristoff. What's up, Ryan? What's going on, buddy? So we were just talking about we don't know how to do this because you don't have Adam here. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like I need an adult. Yeah. We need some we need someone to hold our hands podcasting for the first time without without Adam, but we're it's, sitting here. It's weird. We're in Austin, Texas. We're at one of my favorite breweries and food truck spots, uh St. Elmo's brewery. And the food truck's called Soursop. Uh spell it. Uh, S- Close enough. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I've actually I brought last time Austin Cabot was in town. One of the other hosts for our Slip Angle, he um he was in doing the Speed Ventures event, and I brought him here, and he said this is some of the best food he's ever had. Yeah, when Austin was in Austin. When Austin was in Austin, exactly. But it's going way back. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh. But yeah, I just I just picked up Kristoff uh, from Rainy Street. If any anyone's ever been to Austin and went out in Austin, they might know what Rainy Street is. A place with a bunch of bars. Kristoff uh, was out there getting crazy by himself. Oh yeah, it was wild. <laughs> yeah, I totally walked that whole street. Yeah, stumbling and bumbling. Yeah, it's wild. Oh. But uh, picked him up after work, and uh, we're here at Sour Shop recording a podcast. Where the banjos just keep getting louder. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to do a podcast here in the. The music keeps getting louder in the background. <laughs> Literally, but, uh, as soon as we start, it just keeps cranking. Oh well, whatever. Fuck it. Can but, I can I swear on the show? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what we're doing anyway. Uh, but yeah, we're kind of doing uh beer with racers. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We, well, uh, a guy who raced like once in racing school. Yeah, I raced once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brad Adams won't let me forget about that. That's for sure. <laughs> Ask Brad. He knows. Yeah. Oh, good. Here's our yeah, food. Our We're, food's coming right now. Derek ordered six entrees for two people. Yeah, Austin Cabot knows. Seriously. 
All right, thanks, man. Good. Oh, man, this looks bomb. Yeah, this food looks awesome. But yeah, we're gonna pod for a little bit, and then we're gonna we're gonna pause, and we're gonna eat, and we're gonna come back, and we're gonna pod some more. Uh, so what's up, Christoph? What are you doing here in wonderful Austin, Texas, the land of bald eagles and no income tax? Dude, I don't know about no income tax. That's that's fucking sweet. Pretty nice. Yeah, yeah you make your money here, That'd you get to nice. keep it. Yeah. But anyway, what's what's up? What are you doing here? I'm just here for work, man. I got a work trip. Who do you uh, work for? Uh, work at Bosch Engineering, doing rad stuff. With the rad cars, uh, spent the day at Coda. Never been to Coda. That place is insane, as insane as advertised. Yeah, that's right. You haven't been to Coda. Never. Yet. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty kick ass. Um, you know we're spoiled living, living so close to it. Kristoff just picked off of uh of the burger we're we're waiting to eat. Fine. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a nice facility. I mean, they really spent the big money on that place, and it yeah, shows sure. in the. And what it costs to run there as a club racer, you know, it's usually between. Dude, there was a fleet of spec racer Fords there today. Really? Yeah. So I was in the back. We were working on a bunch of debug and stuff in the back of the garage and like heard all these weird sounding engines that were not GT3 cars. Yeah. <laughs> and Buzzy little like, fuckers. I'm like, man, are people out with like motorcycles on the pit lane or something? What's going on? I yeah. walked out and there's a fleet of like. 50 SRFs all lined up on pit lane, ready to go out on the track. I was like, what? So later I found out SCCA is actually sanctioning the event this weekend, the 24-hour ah, series. I see. So they threw in that for whatever reason, maybe just to get some money or just to yeah. have those guys get an opportunity to race there. But well, it was like a first practice qualifying uh, day. The SCCA scene, like the regional scene in Texas, is not the strongest of, of all the regions uh, for SCCA. But... They do have a ton of speculators or Fords. They have a enterprise. There's so many of them. Yeah, they have an enterprise shop at the track in MSR Houston, and they have like a little clubhouse there where they keep like twenty of them. Oh man, in, in a garage. So yeah, it's, some of them are pretty nice. I mean, the guys are hauling. Yeah, all the way up the hill. Man, I don't know the, how they made it up the hill. Are, but. Those are fast, ugly cars. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, just, and they're always in my way. Yeah, bodywork everywhere, and they yeah. touch anything. So. So Bosch does like trash control and all kind of all kind of stuff. Like, what do you work on? Yeah, I'm I'm not normally at racetracks. This is kind of my uh, first dabble in the racetrack world. Mm -hmm. But uh, we usually work on ABS and trash control, stability control for small market weird stuff. Uh, like it's like off road. Like we got some side by sides. Uh huh. We uh, let's see, side by side, three wheel vehicles. Slingshot, Blair slingshot. They bring us more food. Spider, I more work food. so much food, dude. I don't even know what that is, but it looks delicious. Austin knows when Austin he, when knows. Austin Cabot was here with me. I, we did the same thing. Yeah, hey, Austin. Uh, he was he was kind of had food the, looks good, man. Yeah, the same reaction. Like, what are you doing all that? But yeah, we ended up eating all of it that time, and we'll probably will this time too. When all we right, pause yeah, this podcast. I got nowhere to be tomorrow except for on a plane. Yeah. So what's what stuck out to you about Coda? Um, it was actually super laid back. Super we, laid back. We pretty much just walked in. I got yeah. credentials halfway through the day. Yeah. <laughs> like handed to me like, hey, in case somebody says something, here you go. <laughs> I mean, it's really it's really pretty open. I mean, it's early in the weekend, so that's probably why. But yeah. It was uh, it was just very, very clean and very European. Really? Example. Uh, so we wanted to plug in our uh, little telemetry 
beacon and mm-hmm. laptops just yeah. to, you know, stay charged through the day. We got to do some stuff. In the garage. Uh-huh. Could not find a plug that was American. It was like all Euro plugs. I never plugs. noticed that. They have so like Euro in the, plugs in the garages? Yeah, the biggest plug, they got big 220 plugs, like, all through the, all the center columns. And because this team's all set up and all the teams are from Europe, like, everybody all had their shit all the way along the walls and everything. Like, yeah. And we didn't bring an extension cord, yeah. like lesson learned. We had to, like, huddle over by the door and, like, tape a wire across the door that goes, oh like, God. in and out. Because hey, there was a plug over there. At least it tracks close to, close to the airport so you could go into the airport gift Dude. shop and get a get we were, an adapter. We were about to dip out and just go buy an extension cord somewhere and then whatever. We just dealt with it. Made, but, it, made it work. Yeah. Like, very European. And especially because this weekend, this, uh, like, 24-hour endurance series. Uh-huh. It's a 24-hour race. It's 12 hours on Saturday and 12 hours on Sunday. Oh, come on. Champ, <laughs> yeah. champ car style? Yeah. Or chump car style yep. now? Exactly. For, formerly ch- uh, chump car, now champ car. <laughs> Dude, it's, yeah, it seems in, like the high roller weekend. In the past years, hasn't it been at nighttime Mostly too? amateur. Um, or has it always been I'm like not, that? I'm not really sure. I think it's. I know they ran it last year. I think they go into the dark, but they don't run through the night. Gotcha. So, that's about all the details I got. I really didn't look at it that much. I was kind of. Focus on what I yeah, what I had work, to do, right? and this is my first stab at playing with some ABS on a race car, which I'm not really sure if I should say which one, so I'm probably not going to, so I don't get in trouble. It's okay. I'll keep it a little general, but one of the still rad one times. of the cars that's running, car. that's running this weekend. <laughs> yeah, one of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some wild cars. Uh, Black Falcon, Mercedes, AMG GTs are out there. The ones that like. I think they either won or front runners at Nürburgring 24 this year, mm. which I watched a bunch of. This is the sickest looking things ever. Apparently, they have two guys on staff that do rap, vinyl rap. Wh- which car is that? The Black Falcon race team. What, what AM- cars do they Mercedes, run? Mercedes, oh, AMG run. GTs. Okay. The GT3 gotcha. car. Sick, nasty. The V8s. They, they sound They fucking insane. rumble and bumble. Oh, they're so sweet. Katil yeah. would say they're too easy to drive, but yeah, he K- doesn't know what rear-wheel drive is, so I don't know if I'd trust his word. Yeah, Kutil, it's not a, it's not a sin. Eric, Eric Kutil drove an AMG GT on on, on on i racing, so now he knows how they drive. Yeah, but uh, he wrenched on a on a C- oh, I'm sorry NSX once. I don't think uh yeah yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's ever driven a rear-wheel drive car on track, Eric. He probably not well. No, I don't think he has it at all. No, I think he he <laughs> sold it. He rips. Yeah. No, he's so super fast. I mean, yeah. he he almost won the runoffs twice. <laughs> Always the bridesmaid. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna get him to uh, do a couple data laps for me next year when I bring my car to some grid life stuff. We're doing some grid life wheel to wheel. Yeah, man, he'll get you up to speed real quick. I'm gonna let him. I'm let him take the old MX5 out. Let them know what a real race car. I don't know about like. that. <laughs> I don't know. That's the wrong power plant. Yeah. Well. It's not a red and white Civic. It's not a what? Red and white Civic. Yeah, it's definitely not a red and white Civic. So. If I had a Civic, it wouldn't be red and white. I can it'd tell be, you that. It'd be, what? Purple people eat or purple? Purple or blue or green. Pretty much any color but red. <laughs> it's kind of a running joke here. I'm, I don't like red cars. I had, I didn't either, but mine's red now. I like it. So you just work with it, right? Yeah. Because your all your tubes are red too. So if you wanted to yeah, paint your car different, and color, then I got sponsorship from Motul and Eibach and like Honda, of, HPD, <laughs> all the red and white companies. Red and white so now, companies. now it's just super fitting. 
All right, man, you want to dig in some food? I'm hungry. Yeah, we're starving. So we're going to pause, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk more about race cars. Banjos. All right. We are back post-grub. That was so delicious, but now we're so full, I don't know how we're going to think to finish this podcast. Six entrees was a bad choice. It was also a delicious choice. Yeah. We talk about that burger for like 20 seconds. Dude, I don't even know what it had on it. I don't either. I inhaled that hamburger so fast. So I think we ordered pork belly, wings, a hamburger, some noodles with shrimp. Dude, the noodles. But this food truck truck is like a Thai American infusion. And you can pretty much order anything off the menu and it's going to be delicious. But yeah, now we're super full, and we're going to slow it do, down here a little bit. About to do some more uh, pod tune, slip, yeah. slip dangle, and slip dangle. Yeah. <laughs> so we had a uh, a really smart people moment. Who's playing all this weird banjo music all of a sudden? Why do they keep turning it up? Oh wait, they're playing inside right now. Yeah, we, <laughs> it's just the speaker. We sat down for the podcast, and it was just we sat down outside. This is place has like an outdoor area. And it was sort of, they were playing background music, but it wasn't super loud. And as soon as we turned the recorder on, it got super, super <laughs> loud. And then we went inside to get another Jerks. beer. And they're playing live bluegrass inside the inside yeah. the brewery. Why here. wouldn't you? It's Austin, Texas, capital of music. <laughs> That's what they say, anyway. Yep. This place is rad, though. Yeah. Hey, All they're right. done for a little while. All right. All right, yeah. Quiet. Take a break. Take we five, guys. to talk. Yeah. All right, Ryan, what's so you laid off from racing this year, right? Yeah, mostly. Said how many races blew my racing budget wad on fixing the car from last year, so ah, yeah. Remind me what happened last year. Um, Miata happened, Miata happened, yeah. You know how it goes. Ask, uh, ask Mike Taylor how Miata's happened. Mike Taylor uh, seems to <laughs> Miata have Miata's missiles. find him. Yeah, he's got a Miata <laughs> magnet on the back of that STL. Oh, uh, poor guy. STL Civic. But yeah, so you fix the car. But I mean, yeah. also like runoffs in, um, runoffs in California, super far and all that. Would you have done yeah. it if the car wouldn't, wouldn't have broken? No, no, I don't have the, the budget or free time to do it. Yeah. Maybe a richer, more single Ryan would have just pieced out or something I like know that. that I so, got the job and, and So what that. are your racing plans for next year? Next year we're going back to it. Gonna try and get that uh that redemption race in. Cause uh last year yeah, well, yeah, still last year. There was a friggin' heartbreaker. We did one lap with a a motor problem, just throwing oil all over the headers, making a smoke show. That's so pretty bummed about that. In the off season they had a that Rule change as well. All right. How are we now next to the Transformer? Why does that now just kick on? <laughs> Everywhere <right>. we move. It <laughs> Fuck it. Keeps just deal with it. Handle we'll it. go with it. Yep. Yeah, man. So, so we threw the restrictor on, went to the dyno, lost horsepower, running the same weight. Sucks. So did someone write but, a letter to give you the restrictor? How'd you yeah, the about restrict- 10 people. Really? Yeah. Are you killing everybody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that happens. Yeah, it's a long story. They, the argument is that it was an an error in the rules that was six years old. Yeah. Nobody ever noticed. 
even though the car's been racing with this rule set for six years, just that, nobody. Yeah, that reminds driven it. Yeah, reminds me of that dinner with racers podcast where they had the uh, the level five podcast. <laughs> you remember that? I don't know about that, but yes, no one. Well, it was kind of like a big hole in the rules. No yeah, one, like, no one built a turbo. Wait, you can. You can do a turbo? <laughs> huh? Well, you can do a turbo? Let's do a turbo. Let's make 9,000 horsepower yeah, in a 1,000-pound exactly. car. And just kill everybody. Oh, Jeff Brown's the man. Yeah, it's a bad dude. Yeah, so VIR next year? Yeah, VIR. So have you dude. had much practice there? Or? Yeah, I spent one night at VIR this year. One night? Yeah. Why? So, uh, freaking Dan, the Dan River in Danville that was named after a Dan flooded, uh, following Hurricane Michael. So we were going down there for the, uh, for the prod, what's it, prod fest mm-hmm. annual big regional event. It's the biggest turnout they've ever had for a regional event there at VAR. Huge. Cause everybody's prepping for next year. Like the registration for yeah, this like, event. That yeah. You like on all the to. East coast homies that didn't go out West of Sonoma all wanted to go to VIR because that's next year. So it was a, a huge event. It was awesome. I had some competition there, some good cars. How many GTL cars? I think there was only like five or six, but it was... Is that a lot for GTL? <laughs> no, it's not. But yeah, our car counts aren't great. <laughs> sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't. It's hit and miss, but there were some good front runners. So yeah. once they're up there, it doesn't really matter who else mm-hmm. is behind you. Um, yeah, so we were chasing the storm all the way down there. We're already fully committed, made a 14-hour tow down there, showed up at night through the, uh, through like flooded streets and going around down trees and shit to get there. Stayed on the track, stayed like trackside in the hotel, had a garage, big pimping. It was going to be awesome. Killer weekend. The weather was glorious after the storm left. Do you tow your car in an enclosed trailer? Yeah. You yeah, get a little 18-foot enclosed. Gotcha. But it's stocked. You're... What do you? What's your tow rig? Um, a what's it? Twenty sixteen GMC Sierra. Okay, is it fifteen Hondo V eight? Yeah, uh, it's pretty much my dad's leased truck. Ah, and he's like, "Hey, I got you a truck." I'm like, "I didn't order a truck." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Well, the other one is a piece of shit, and this is a lot better, and I got a really good deal on it, and you're probably gonna be the only one driving it, even though it stays at his house. He drives it here and there, but." I seem to put like 90% of the miles on it towing around. Hey, I guess you can't complain. No. I take that deal any day of the week. Yeah, so that's killer. All right, so you guys <laughs> ran through flooded waters. Yeah, 14 hour car. tow. Biggest tow we've ever had by like double. Yeah. And we wake up in the morning. We already unloaded the car that night. You know, we're all pumped. Uh, rain stop or, you know, had a beer and, and went to bed. Unloaded toolboxes. Wake up in the morning, look out front. There's water almost to the end, like hog pen, like on the grass. The guardrail like goes. You can see the uh, the guardrail coming down the hill, and then it just goes into the water. Oh, on the side I of the track. I've seen pictures of that on Facebook now. Yeah, think about it. And, like, you look over. The, stuff. Yeah, you look over to turn one. There's like a tree line, and the river is right behind that tree line. Yeah, the tree line looks like the far shore of a lake. Dude, that's insane. The water was about thirty feet high. Maybe more, thirty-five feet high, and it went all the way to almost to the asphalt. Of Maybe turn if you one. turned a spec racer Ford upside down, they would float. Oh, absolutely! You could <laughs> you could get a fleet of like seventy spec wreckers <laughs> spec upside wreckers. down 
and put some outboards on the back and just go to town, throw your body weight around. It'd be great. That'd be nice. <clears throat> Man. Yeah, so the track's flooded. What'd you do? Well, we got a we got an email saying, all right, you know, there's some flooding and power was out when we got there, by the way. We had to unload in the dark. Had a hotel room in the dark. No power. All right. Power's probably going to come back. We'll be all right. The hotel room had no power? Yeah, the whole track. Whole facility. No power. And uh, I started putting wheels on the car, just, you know, getting ready. I was up early because I was anxious, ready to rip. Yeah. And guy comes walking around. Events canceled. Go home. You got to be fucking shitting me. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. So, like, we talked to the organizer. I'm like, hey, why don't, why don't we run the South Course? Or I think it's called South Course. I'm like, that's all uphill. There's no water there. And the guy's like, hold on. We talked to somebody. Mom, baby. He's like, they said they won't do it. No can do, huh? No South Course. Like, what no, was the their whole reason thing. why? Well, I mean, they were dealing with flooding waters. The water was still rising. Uh, yeah. And, there, you know, there was still no power at they that point. They were kind of on damage control. Yeah. So they were they were on damage control, like, all week. They canceled yeah. everything. So it was still the right call. It was a huge bummer. But the the plus side was, so I woke my, uh, my crew buddy Mikey up. He was still passed out in bed because I told him, yo, just stay asleep. Like, you know, we're not starting until noon. So yeah, sleep in, bud. So I woke him up. He's in like a daze. I'm like, hey, you want the good news or bad news? Like, fuck, what bad news. I'm like, events canceled. Fuck is the good news? I'm like, you want to go to mid-Ohio? <laughs> so mid-Ohio is like how, on the way home. Uh, how only about we? nine hours north. Only nine hours. Yeah. That's almost home. Like yeah. it's on the. It's literally like less than an hour detour. Yeah. Which in percentage, it's like, hey, it's like an eight percent detour. You must. So it's a regional. All our buddies. Yeah. How'd you guess? Eight <laughs> percent detour. Get so, out of here. So all the homies that weren't going to VIR were already going to Mid Ohio. Yeah. So who, like to work who was buddies. Mid Ohio. Um, some buddies from around my my area that run at Waterford. Garrett Don. He came in third at the runoffs in STL last uh-huh. at Indy. Um. Matt Wolf, he's got a an STU car. Uh, Greg Vandersloos running ITA Civic, Sam Myers car. Yeah, he, so uh, he works with the, us. So is that a regional race? It's a Tomo's old car. Um, it was a regional, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's the. So that's the same weekend that a OVR. bunch of the, a bunch of the grid life guys like Adam, Jabe, yeah. and Ed, and everybody they All were the out homies the, were there. On they Friday. were there the Friday before, right? Doing uh, HPD. Or, APD or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the Grid Life homies took over that track day before. I was driving the whole time, so I didn't get to see anybody. Ed actually came down from my race on Sunday, which was cool. So I still got to run the car. We were still loaded up, ready to rip. Um, Two of the top uh, GTL guys that were at VAR with us. Yeah. Like, And they're not from there. Like They, they towed pretty far, too. Yeah. Said, fuck it. So we so all they, went out and got to race each other still. So was everybody that was going to be at VIR, did everyone go to Mid-Ohio? Dude, there was like – so like, we, we as registered. As far as GTL cars? Um, I think there was two, like, back markers that didn't go. Gotcha. But the guys that mattered went. Like, guys that I know. One guy has a CRX as well. So did they run two races that weekend or three? Yeah, it was a double regional. So two races. Two races? Yeah. So Sweden went out. The it was like super cold and like the track was still wet when I went out and it didn't yeah. rain. It was nasty in the morning. And we ran it was 
chasing setup changes that we were trying to make and car was just a dumpster fire. It was just trying to swap ends everywhere. But we came in second on Saturday race. And then Sunday it warmed up a little bit and changed some uh, some setup back with some damper changes and spring changes. And uh, won on Sunday. So it ended up being a pretty rad weekend. But Congrats, dude. But VIR flooded. Yeah. It's not cool. Have you ever driven Big VIR? Bumper. Never been there. Never driven it. <laughs> Damn, that that was my chance to practice. So next year, as... As we were saying, next year runoffs VAR. Yeah. So now I got to go back in April for the majors. Event. I've never, I've never driven it or been there either. It's one of my favorite tracks on iRacing. Dude, it's so technical, so fun. Yeah, it's a. Uh, you got to have the cojones for that track. It looks like. Yeah. So yeah. I get some practice. I don't in. think it'll be as bad in uh, the cars. Your speed of car, you know. Yeah, like, we got lots of chassis, not a lot of motor. So. Yeah. But if it was like it's still rowdy though, couldn't imagine in like a Porsche Cup car or something like. I that. can imagine up a Porsche through, Cup car. Let's go. The S's. Yes. It's nasty. Sick. But yeah, we actually on the last podcast, me and Adam were talking about it, uh, VR runoffs because I talked about going, you know, maybe doing super tours, couple super tours, and going yeah. uh, in SCL, and then I priced a uh, what an NC Miata. You know, SEL motocross and changed my mind. Uh, <laughs> Prather motor or something? <laughs> yeah, I might have emailed him. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, Shouldn't have done it. Yeah, no, can't do that. Um, So, but anyway, I, I think I'm still going to go. I'm going to fly up and like crew for Eric, Eric Kudel or it's such help, a, help such Mike a good Taylor time, out. Man. Yeah, so. It's a party. I'm sure, I'm sure Adam Jouet will go too. And uh, he probably won't end up racing. And we'll just kind of kick it and hang out. Dude, I plan on being there. They also announced Road America as 2020 runoffs. So I do have kind of a backup plan that if next year, you know, if I wad up the car or something, I'm obviously not going to make it. I'm not not loaded by any means. Every rad job, it's fun, but it doesn't make me rich. So have you decided? So what route? Because I, you know, I've never raced SCCA. I've just done the comp school with NASA. Yeah. um, I want to get the SCCA license too eventually and do, you know, because some of you guys race with them. I think it'd be fun. But I'm real unfamiliar, like, you have to qualify for runoffs? Like, how's that? Yeah. I know you can go two different ways, right? Yeah, they've made it way easier. It used to be, like, you pretty much had to be the top three in, like, your area uh-huh. of, of your class to be invited. Like, it was it was exclusive. It was the best of the best from all around the country. But you know how things go. Car counts, money. Yeah. All that. So, they made it a lot easier. You basically got to participate a lot all year so you got to run three major events or you can supplement a majors event with two regionals gotcha so you can run like i think just two regionals i don't, so I don't the, remember all the, the details super anymore. tours and the majors count as the same thing yeah super tour is like a separate point series they're kind of a, a bigger hype so you get more contingency or something like that like contingency is actually the same as the majors really yeah but you know, you get a, a little more press. They do the interviews. Yeah. They got better coverage. They so got better timing and sponsors stuff. and stuff. It might be something that yeah, I mean, might be. It's a fun time because that's where, like, that's where the big boys come to play, right? Yeah. And those, those are the races so I always if, follow. If you're running up front, yeah, you're that's doing where you want to be. Yeah. I always follow those races because, you know, they're they're kind of like a, a pro race. You can, you know, listen to the look at the live and timing and listen to the. Yeah, they got speed traps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of just a results. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just watching, you know, race hero. Nope, there it goes again. You know, Uh, Christoph and the Spitfires in again. Yeah, glad those (laughs) days are over. 
Dude, I didn't British know you cars. then. That one, your last car was that a GTL car too? No, I was an F production car. F production. So run, same run group. Okay. So like, I'm I'm still comfortable in the same run group, same homies, just different class. So. Is a is a car faster or slower than the FP car? Your um, new car. The new car is way faster. Way faster. Yeah. Um, okay. usually F prod and GT light top running times are just depends on the track. One will be faster. Yeah. Usually F prod's a little faster, but last year I think I was faster than the F prod's almost every event. When you all raced mid Ohio, that you know race you saved the weekend and went to. Yeah. Uh, where y'all running? I know that mid Ohio has like two from my racing. I know that it has two different layouts that people normally run like club and pro. Yeah. What, what layout were y'all running? They ran both. They ran uh, club course on Saturday and pro course on Sunday. Is that just pretty to mix standard it up. for a mid Ohio weekend? Yeah, or? they usually mix it up. Yeah. Since like runoffs, they run uh, pro course. Yeah. So that's kind of their thing. Have you ran the car there before? Yeah. Yeah, I've ran the Spitfire there. That's the the best I ever ran in the Spitfire was at that race. What about your CRX? Is that the first time that you ran it there? Uh, I ran it there last year and won both days at a Super Tour. Were your yeah. Were your times comparable, or no? Or was the weekend kind of shitty with it being it, the cold we- and stuff? Yeah, that track will change by seconds from morning to afternoon. Yeah. Um, but no, I was definitely a few seconds yeah, off the pace. Yeah, they say it's like super slick in the rain, right? Yeah, any dampness. Yeah. It's it's a nightmare. There's a track like that here in Texas, MSR Crescent, and it's just in you know as soon as it gets wet, it's yeah they got a lot of sealer. There's and, nothing, nothing. And it's it's the most inconsistent slippery, yeah track too. You can usually see it, but you can't always see it. So and you got to go th- like the line is basically ice. Yeah. But if you try to, I mean you you drive where the grip is in the rain, right? Yeah. Um, My first time driving in the rain was comp school. Dude, rule number one, it always rains at comp school. Dude, I've heard that, and it was 100% <laughs> true. Same with me, yeah. man. It's full full slick. So, you know, so I got my NCMX5, uh, which is like, who knows what class it's going to be for. Maybe the grid life class, but it also classes in ST5 for NASA. Um, it'll, I'll, put, I'll fit it's it somewhere in SCCA. It fits everywhere. Yeah, it fits everywhere. <laughs> it fits everywhere, man. But uh, anyway, like comp school i was committed to and really i didn't care about how the car class i was just trying to get it uh you know teched basically you know yeah. that was where all the energy yeah. went those are the goals you know get the cage get the net and everything like that yeah and uh i had enough money for a set of hoosiers so i had you know bought a set purple of r7 crack. yeah i got the purple get crack them ho-hos but but no no rain tires so <laughs> <laughs> no no rain tires. All I have for rain tires. You are were not prepared. Not prepared for rain. <laughs> All I had for rain tires was the um, OEM uh, Mazda 16 inch wheels on OEM tires from 2012. Sick. So, yeah. So but those were like big wheel plastic tire. Not great. Yeah. Not ideal. Were they dirt stockers? Were they what? The best. The best I've seen in the wet are guys running the old dirt stocker rains no i hadn't seen those from like the the early 90s i hadn't seen those. and the tires were still from the early 90s you can see the cracks in them on the grid these were (laughs) those are the guys that end up backwards on the pace lap you can press those tires and you break your fingernail on them they're they're hard as a rock have you ever felt a brand new rain tire no i haven't your full fingernail will sink to the core really just soft as hell (laughs) just butter 
So, yeah, rains always get bagged annually, like year-round. Yeah, I need to grab another another set of wheels uh, for my car. Starts me out of the cheap. So I can put some rains. Yeah, we're in Austin, and there's if everyone's ever been out in Austin, it's super dog centric city. Yeah, and there's I just heard the quietest bark out of the biggest dog. Pups everywhere. It's red. But yeah, bringing it back to to comp school, it was it was so funny because you know I don't have I don't have any rain tires, and of course it pours. Friday morning because the way they did comp guaranteed. school, hmm? guaranteed. Yeah, the way they did comp school was they did it all on Friday and then Saturday. You know, you started off Saturday as a racer from the you know from the first race, so they got all the comp school done on Friday. Oh, nice. Yeah, and once comp school was over, then there was no rain for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was uh, not it, up or put up. It was an interesting experience being on OEM old oem tires in the rain at coda doing drills <laughs> start drills yes. and passing drills don't hit my, this homie next they, to you they partnered us up and i think yep. i got partnered up with a spec miata and he had his uh oh it wasn't a spec miata it was like whatever uh nasa's like performance touring class was but anyway he had the hoosier htos you know <laughs> h2os yeah so i was trying not to die and he's just kind of just going <laughs> right around just you know puttering around right around me that's all right he can move out of the way if you're going sideways yeah <laughs> it's up to him <laughs> yeah exactly uh that's wild but that was a that was a fun time yeah you learn you learn real quick uh the line is not as important it's just finding anywhere it sticks yep in the rain it's all about where the grip is stay off where you normally are yep and going back to mid Ohio, the thing is the line is slick and you got to find the grip. That means you got to go through the line to find the grip. So especially in a rear wheel drive car, you know, you might dime in the corner, you know, you enter the corner on the inside, you shoot out to the outside across the line, find the grip, you know, hook shot it. But on the exit where everybody's exiting on the outside, now you're there and you got to like cut to the inside of the track or just deal with ice. Yeah. So you're always coming out half backwards you know always so. a little little off and then when you when you cross over if you've got any steering angle yep you gotta goes to spaghetti right yep. in the middle of the corner yep yep it's fantastic well i don't know how long we're in this podcast for but we need to save about 15 minutes for talking shit about josh and ek civics oh yeah so we have a buddy in our group chat hold josh on. what's josh's last no name? hold on okay let me start the timer okay you got the phone right now timer 15 minutes and go go ahead all right so what do we have to say about ek civics or josh or josh or both well they're the ugliest civic yes yeah the worst so they're like if you wanted an eg but you didn't have enough money or you didn't try hard enough to find one right couldn't find the clean one yeah. You couldn't find one with enough underbody lights on it. Yeah. Um, you know, 17s weren't big enough. <laughs> what else is there to say about EK6? Well, do you know anything about EK6 suspension? Is it worse than the other ones? Let's just start out by saying it wishes it was an Integra. Yeah, that's true. And it's way too big. 
Yeah. I mean, that Civic is gigantic. Throw me back to the mid-80s where the wheelbase is less than 90 inches. Do you know the wheelbase on an EK? Yeah. B-I-G. Big. It's just big. <laughs> it's that long, luxury Honda Civic. Should never be a race car because it's too big. It's like rolling out there in some sort of military vehicle. Yeah. With you- steel all around. It's heavy. They're slow. Do they have VTEC? They probably... Let's just say know. they don't. I think pretty much they just put motors with VTECs in them because they didn't come with good motors. Oh, no. VTEC valve covers. VTEC valve covers. Yeah, those are sick. Those are good. They look... See, the biggest thing about them is they look really funny from the back. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like an EK... Because Josh has a hatch, right? Yeah, I mean... The hatch is where it's at. Yeah. So if you're going to have the worst Civic, you definitely get the hatch version. Right. So at least you can put all your garbage in the back. Yeah. You can keep all your, your garbage in your the back. Your protein powder and your your keto diet uh, oh, yeah, books. Yeah, he is super. He's all keto life. That's another, that's another five minutes. Yeah, yeah. We can do a lot on, on that. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> How much of our dinner tonight was keto? Was it Josh approved? Um, the wings. The wangs. I think the yeah. wings were keto. They probably had some sort of non-keto sauce. Yeah, that non-keto sauce would have thrown Josh off. That sucks. I don't think he could have ate anything here. No. He would have found an excuse. He would have been like, I didn't know it was going to be 40 degrees in Austin. I have to go buy long pants. <laughs> I didn't want to... I don't want to buy long pants. What is the temperature right now in Austin? Uh, it's a lot warmer than home. It's snowing at home. It is. 46? I'm looking it up right now as we speak. Is it 46? 51. Oh. No, it feels like 51. No. Yeah, it's close enough to 51. All right, let's touch talk about Josh and EK Civics some more because... We still have four <laughs> minutes to go? No, we got we 11 minutes. and a half minutes. Maybe we're not as good at talking shit about EK Civics as we thought we would be. Yeah, I guess we kind of spilled the beans earlier. We should have gone off topic for about banjos. Yeah. God so damn it. We've, got, we've got bluegrass playing again in the background <laughs> because it's Austin and there's live music everywhere. Let's just blame not being able to make 15 minutes on Yeah, we'll switch. Josh. Dude, so what else should we talk about? We, right. Sorry, Josh, we failed. We can't yep. talk shit about your you car this for, round, sir. for 15 minutes. EK Civics really aren't aren't that shitty. No, they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this year, I instructed for the first time with Grid Life. Yeah, man. And you do instructing stuff with Grid Life, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Aren't you like the boss or something? Yeah, me and uh, Dad's dad. Who's dad? Dad is, is Scott Giles. Oh, yeah. We call Scott Giles dad. <laughs> dad. He's like yeah. the only one in good life with gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bill Griffin also has gray hair. We yeah, love him too, right. man. That's right. Mike all, would, all the dads but Mike, are doesn't, Mike doesn't have hair. Yeah, no hair, no count. <laughs> yeah. Mike's bald. Yeah. So. I got that salt and pepper starting, so I'm working but on yeah, it. We, 
Grid Life is doing a different instructing system than a lot of other people. I mean, we've probably talked yeah. about it on the podcast before, yeah. but now that we've been through a whole year, I mean, how do you think it worked out? Uh, slayed. Slayed? Total slay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think that's so the too. Grid Life approved word. I was pretty hesitant at first. And the first time that I participated in it, I was an instructor at the Midwest Festival. Yeah. And yep, then yep. I did it again at the Road Atlanta Festival. Hotlanta. And I've also did a bunch of, you know, in-car instructing as well. And it just amazes me that the improvement they can have without someone in the car. Yeah. We've had a lot of, like, good arguments about, um, you know, how good that is compared to right seat instruction but it's just that that non-stop every single weekend multiple students will say how much of a rad time they had how much they concentrated how well they felt like as an improved driver and not just all right you know we saw them go faster with us pointing out what to do and 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 trying to like impress us. you know there's just so many drawbacks that we've uncovered by doing it this way, yeah, there are some some downsides. You you can miss some things uh, from basic technique, but we we do do some some ride-alongs to take care of those things. You know, a special need where we need to ride for a couple laps, cool. But the focus is on yeah, having the student uh, understand what they need to do, how they're doing it, debrief, and think about what they think about what you've done. Yeah, when y'all first pitched it, I was super confused on how it would work. Um, but the way that we do it is all the instructors go out to each corner station, and you rotate corner stations. And each instructor or team of instructors has um, a radio. Yeah. And you just call out everything you see from every corner that, that you're at yeah, for every person that's good or bad. Mass group chat. Yeah, it's like Great. a giant It's like a giant podcast, instructing podcast. Yo. Maybe we'll record the instructor uh instructing one time i don't know how well that'll be dude i think the funniest was our uh like mid-ohio we had uh like me and ed and uh was it uh nolan nolan yeah. was there just chirping half the time uh there's lots of pg-13 material yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it got hilarious after you got confident and the students were doing pretty good and you try to fill the in-between times with just mindless banter it's it's a good camaraderie and everybody you know nobody's afraid to say anything to anybody or about anything so it's awesome man yeah it's all I, about the vibe I, I think the old school instructor the the old school way to instruct sort of it works really good for some people and not good for others um so like some people can feed off of that someone being in the car and and some people get pressured and want to go too too hard too quick and get themselves into trouble and uh this way it kind of gives you the takes the pressure off of the beginner driver and lets them build up the speed at their own pace and i think the out the biggest thing that surprised me from the out of car instruction was how much you can see from the corner stations and how much you can catch like you can see people's hands on the wheels. You can, you know, really see how far they're tracking out and every wiggle in the car, you know. But 
Yeah, yeah. just I'm just looking up here while you're talking. A uh, good example we had. Um, we had some feedback from an unknown student. I'll just leave it at that. Um, it says, I honestly prefer the observation feedback. Uh, they had a, a recent right-hand seat instructor, and they just felt off the whole day and actually drove poorly. Uh, the instructor was fine. Kind of uh, threw off the, the student, if that makes any sense. Uh, I was worried I wasn't going to do well enough. Uh, the lady sh- this uh, student had last weekend was great in her car, feedback, super helpful finding the line and braking, but kind of gave the student some weird pointers, like keeping it in fourth gear the whole time. But uh, the student actually went there trying to you know work on the shifting and being comfortable going through the gears properly and make, yeah. getting the most out of the car, and, you know, it just didn't work. So it was, again, where the student can't really come up to speed at their pace. Uh, find it just kind of slows things down and yeah, makes what, it more what difficult. What was that review from? Um, one of our students that was at, I believe, uh, Road Atlanta event who uh, gave some feedback. Like a, a past event? Uh, yeah, they'd done a couple events since our event. Oh, with, I see. With right so seat instruction. Comparing. And and had realized that uh, both of those events basically had issues and didn't have as good of a time, didn't drive as well, yeah. uh, and didn't feel as comfortable on the track. And look, we had you know, a group of how many beginners did we have at Road Atlanta? We always got 25 to 30 guys. 25 to 30. Gals. And Road Atlanta eats cars. And Absolutely. We had, I think, one guy bump a tire wall. Yeah. We had one uh, slightly crinkly fender. And I think his incident was the one and only all year. It could have happened to anybody. Yeah, it was a a newer guy. I I was standing on that corner stash and uh, watching and just had a little too much wheel whenever he got in the throttle. Yeah. Uh, Once he got sideways and knew he didn't save it, he just went two feet in. And his trajectory just kind of pointed him over to the inside wall. Not super high speed. Just, ah, damn it. And then then the Midwest uh, event at Gingerman Raceway. It rained basically all weekend. Dude, yeah. We had a full group of beginners running running in the rain. Sunday. Not bumping into everybody's anything. Everybody's just hung over from a, a good time. Yeah. Beginners are out there. Just turning laps. Every single time. Yeah. So awesome. Super killer. Good job, Adam. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, I'm really glad they pushed for that uh, to really... That's what I love about about Grid Life. They're not afraid to push their brownies and try something new. Like if it's if it doesn't work out, we can go back to the old way. But yeah. let's try this new way and see. Um, I think the number one reason is is safety over everything. It uh, was safety of the instructors. I'd like to quote Adam Jabay and say we got half the flying bodies on the racetrack. Yeah, exactly. That's a big number. That's twenty five. Here we come. Human percentage, bodies percentage. at a high speed Do it on in a your racetrack. Head. What's the percentage? I'm going to say about 50%. Okay. All right. I can't check. The The reason that I'm a speech. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. The, the reason that <laughs> I wanted. Math checks out, Cotton. The reason I picked my degree was because I doesn't have any math classes. <laughs> so I just finished grad school. In a, in Filter a, math. Uncheck. Yeah. No math. No, no physics. Uh, <laughs> So the percentages in the head thing is not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's one other thing I want to talk about before we sign out here. Yeah, shoot, man. Our Texas Slip Angle podcast, first ever. Probably be a little rough around the edges, but I'm doing my best here. Oh, you're killing it, man. 
the last podcast I did with Adam, we we I, we had ooh, last night. Well, now you're blowing it. I know. Don't I'm, be a dummy. I know. <laughs> I'm getting tongue tied here. <laughs> uh, we recorded not last night, but the night before, and was right after our Tuesday night sim race. And Ugh. it was kind of I couldn't really talk much with Adam about it because he doesn't do them, um, but yeah. you do them, and Trying so to. we should talk about it. Yeah, um, man. So we're hosting Tuesday night sim races on iRacing. That we've got a league set up. Eric Kutil kind of took the charge this year. Kutil. Kutil. That's what we call him. Uh, took the charge this year. Set up a league for iRacing. I think it's called Track Midwest Cup. iRacers. Or Track, yeah. Mid- Track Midwest iRacers. You can just search Track Midwest on the league uh, search bar in iRacing if yep. you want to. And we're accepting everyone who. If you know to search it, we'll accept you. You can come race with us. And there's also a Facebook group called Track Midwest iRacers that you can just Where add the, the group is. and we'll accept you. And they'll we'll hold like extra practices and stuff like that. But right now we're running the the Mustangs uh, every Tuesday night. We do like an hour uh, practice and a little 20 minute qualifying, open qualifying with all cars, and then a 30 minute race. Yep. And uh, the goal for for this is sort of you know keep everybody occupied for the winter. Um, I don't really have a winter here in Texas, but bullshit, it's fucking cold out here. Yeah, bro. well, but there's cars on the racetrack this weekend. Yeah, that's right. You know, events run all, all all winter, but you guys, y'all get bored. Y'all take y'all's cars apart. It snows. You don't have anything to do. Upgrades, baby. Yeah, upgrades. <laughs> putting some uh, putting some big rims on your race cars that's and all right. that. That nitrous oxide in the tank. Nos. It's some Nos, yeah. <laughs> ah. I always I always joke with, with Eric. I say I'm going to cheat up my car for the grid life racing and you know, put some nitrous, hit it on the back straight, not tell yep. him about it. Yep, and fill the tubes with nitros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, you got well, pipe fittings on your tubes, bro? Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. You fool of the is, juice. Uh, yeah, this is secret <laughs> Mazda things. You wouldn't, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> This is my VTech. And then Derek looks around, sees no other Mazdas, knows he's in good good shape. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to need this. pull this literally is, anything this on is these dummies. The, uh, playing field on the back straight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's go, our, baby, go. It was our second iRacing race at Mid Ohio this week, and we had over 40 cars. Dude. Super fun. A ton Did of. Did you see the results? Yeah. Did you see where I ended up? No. D F. L son dead fucking last are you serious yeah did you come through the line or did you quit no i i tried to do qualifying and all the cars were falling from the sky continuously yeah all of literally every single car was just falling out of the sky i'm like i'm gonna wreck everybody so i quit uh i think i was having internet issues because i've ran big yeah. packs before but but no, normally you i run off a laptop those, right? on a shitty wheel and shitty graphics yeah. so we'll see when the car counts go up i might I might have to eventually just bite the bullet and spend some racing money on a PC, but I mean, some of the some of the stuff for the iRacing and sim racing stuff can be can be expensive. But if you think about how much use you get out of it, but per how much it costs versus your race car parts, you know, oh yeah, it's, you're getting it's so dirt cheap. You're, you're, the but, t- amount of time you can spend on that stuff, you know, you get the money back pretty quick, and I think it really does help with the car in real life. It does. Um, right now, I'm on like crappy PlayStation setup. Yeah. So I got my 
my like zero resistance brake pedal. It's all travel based. So I'm just, you know, I throw it on the floor and I bring my pedal all the way up to nothing going into a turn. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, you kind of train to it, but you know, if the car snaps, by the time I realize it's snapping, it's, it's already snapped, but it's all right. I still, I still have fun with it. I'll look upgrade, I, went, but I went a little crazy. I've got like the Fanatec wheel and the really nice yeah, like goals, uh, hula field in- engineering pedals, VR, VR, and all that. I'm, I still get my ass Dude, kicked. Those pedals are crazy. dirty. Yeah, the pedals are nice. That's the most expensive thing in like my shit that I saw today at the track. I know, right? They were like eight hundred bucks. Come from the Netherlands. Dude, that is as much as my actual race car setup. Your actual pedal box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From Tilton Engineering, fantastic piece of work. See Tilton Engineering for all your clutch drivetrain. Are they a sponsor? Pedal box, yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, they help nice. me out. They They're have, they super nice cool stuff. people. Actually, if, if anybody does want any, like, have any pedal questions, thinking about a setup, even clutch stuff, uh, the guys there are super helpful, especially Gary. He's out in California. Shout out to Gary. What's up, Gary? <laughs> Gary's awesome. He helped me out a ton. Lots of phone calls. Back and forth. Actually running a, a setup that was the first time they manufactured it. So working out some bugs, gave them some, some pointers for next time. Hopefully you get got some it upgrades set up, in the future. Set up pretty pretty solid. Yeah, floor mount, under underfoot mounted master cylinder floor pivot. I know there can usually setup, be some so. like some bugs with those getting those installed, Dude, but your packaging's coming... a nightmare. <laughs> like, is it? I mean it's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. Uh, the the piece they provide is beautiful. It's just yeah, you know, getting all your lines down there, nice, and putting a square peg in a round hole, kind of. Yeah, I mean, you're you're throwing that on the floor, so your your feet are getting raised up, so you got to make a little false floor for your heels to set yeah. on, and make sure you're not running into shit, and it's tough. It's good race car, good race car stuff, but man. But now a, your car's solid. Time now suck. you can spend some money on your sim and come <sighs> sim race with us. Car's never solid. It's never good. It's never, I mean, the car always sucks. So let's let's faster. talk about who. How many national champions do we have racing in our sim league? We have Justin Healy, SCCA yeah. national champion. Sometimes Matthew Reynolds yeah. jumps in, SCCA national champion. We have Kenton Cook, Daytona winner. Yeah. Right? <laughs> He's uh, Tomo's co-driver in TCR this year. Yeah, Tomo's co-driver. Actually, and uh, Tomo spoke super highly uh, of Kenton and his 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 driving and overall dudeness. He so. kind of has a country accent I've, like I've, me. I haven't met him, but he sounds like a rad dude. He sounds like one of us. Which is yeah, cool. we, he we, hear, we hear him through the uh, through the chat on the on the iRacing. Yeah, it's usually just like, "Sorry, Kenton, I fucked up." <laughs> did you did you log out because he he started from the back this last race Tuesday? Started from forty fourth, huh? At middle? Yeah. Oh damn! Started from forty fourth and he finished fourth. He's a wild man. Yeah, came through the pack. Yeah, he's and we also we have my buddy Kevin Jander. He's a, a NASA yeah. racer here in Texas. He won uh won the Coda. I've seen the under, underside of his Mustang a few times in that racing. Yeah, he's he <laughs> seems to get ran ran into. He's got the Mike Taylor problem. Yeah, where he's he, got that that Mustang magnet <laughs> where he just drives normal and everyone runs into him. But anyway, he, missile. He, he's real fast and he won. So, uh, he races CMC in real life, uh, Camaro Mustang Challenge in NASA, oh, and he right. won the championship at Coda this year. So, what a boss! Pretty deep filled in our racing yeah. series. 
um, I usually end up qualifying about 10th and 11th. And yeah, you're pretty quick out there, man. I'm, you know, I blame my setup, but I think I could be faster. But, man, you guys, even like Rob, the crazy guy that gives us, like, thumbs up and just shoots pictures of our cars and gives us high fives. Yeah. Goes out there and just slays it in iRacing. Like, yeah. Wait, you're the you're the picture guy. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, Rob, Rob. Yeah, I hear Rob. Rob Wilkins. Just kidding. Yeah. Thanks for the thanks for the livery. Dude, he's so he's such a killer driver in iRacing. racing. Yeah. And uh, I think in real life he has a track day Integra. Yeah. Uh, but it's never done any real racing, or I don't yeah. know if he's even ever. We'll done talk any, him into it. Any time attack? I think he wants to, but oh, it's does. just getting the car ready. No, like, it's peer pressure. Well, it's the only thing holding him back is peer pressure and money, so. right? doesn't matter. I mean, everybody's got a little bit of money. Just yeah, don't everybody. spend it on what you should. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to talk to our good life people and have them, uh, have them pay them a little more for those pictures. There so you go. he can't afford to. Yeah, get up your rates next year, bud. Yeah. We'll talk to, we'll talk to Adam. Uh, but I think once, I think eventually he's going to get a car cage and maybe race grid life stuff with us. And once he, once oh, he, he does, will. he's going to be fast. That Kutil cup. Yeah. That Kutil cup. <laughs> Two O's, which we're gonna let O's. we're gonna let your GTL car races if you actually bring it, dude. I believe Kutila said no fucking tube frame cars. No, 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 no. But mine, mine's not tube frame. Your, yeah, no, it is tube frame. No, it hundred percent is tube frame. No, it still has a stock roof, rough roof. Your car's allowed. Now it's a podcast. <laughs> Where's po- Adam? Yeah, roof, 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 roofy roofs. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's looking at us funny. We should stop. Change the subject. But yeah, we, we've already talked about that in the in the the rules. We'll have a little table. We can do special exemptions for cars. Yeah, I'm just out to have a good time. I don't. We'll just I don't make, want points or anything. We'll I just, just make you race. run with your with your dumb little SCCA restrictor. Yeah. And your SCCA trim. You know what's funny? I did the math on my wheel horsepower that I got and like my weight, and it's like, oh, I'm spot on for the uh, power to weight that we're aiming for. So, oh yeah. So there the we class. go. Yeah, yeah. But we're not gonna. I'll allow, probably get rolled. We're honestly. not gonna. We're not gonna allow those tires for anyone else. Yeah, that's true. The tires are, the tires are silly. But what do, what do you? What do those cars run on? Like bias flies? Or? I'm running bias flies, man. The you thing's are just set up for it. Stuck in the 1920s. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that music? It's my jam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your race car is fitting with this uh, bluegrass music yeah. we're listening bias to. Bias right flies here. like to sit straight up, like. Minimal camber, minimal toe, minimal caster. You just stand them straight up and just hook it and go. So is this your first time in Austin? This is my first time in Austin. First time in Austin, Texas. I remember my first time in Austin. Yeah, right. it's right now. It's fantastic. Well, my, my first time in Michigan was this year, so we're both having our first times visiting yeah, each other's states. I cheers you, but someone took my glass. It was empty. Someone I think this your... is almost a podcast. You know why? Why? We're almost out of beer. Oh, Christoph is almost out of beer. I am out I of know, beer. No, you're completely out of beer. Well, I have an open tab, and Christoph has no beer. So let's end it here. Let's get it. Hopefully, it didn't blow this blow this too bad. And uh, I don't want to blow it. Don't be a dummy. Adam, please upload this podcast to Slip Angle. <laughs> Do it. All right. We're out. Thanks, listeners. Y'all take it easy. Love you guys. See ya.